0: hey business besties we're back episode five let's go welcome to that's business bitches i'm nathan from nathan lashes and i'm joined with the hated (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna keep going and like keep putting up with like these horrible words (laughs) um who am i with
1: Oh yeah, um, I'm Chloe from the Strive Society, the hated Chloe.
0: <laughs> and we are going to be discussing Unpopular Opinions Part 2. Yay! Um, a lot of you really loved the first one, what we did, so let's go to Episode 2. Well, Episode 5, but Part 2.
1: I was going to say Episode
0: 2. <laughs> this is actually like Episode 9, because we've filmed like loads of episodes, but just...
1: <laughs> haven't like... made the final cut, or just haven't saved
0: yeah but let's get into it i've got an opinion i know you've got (laughs) that's my go-to line
1: that is literally you in in like a sentence you're gonna be it's gonna be on your gravestone i've got a gravestone you i know you've got a gravestone
0: i died i know you'll die
1: (laughs) tiktok is better than instagram Hmm.
0: They're very different platforms.
1: They are. They are.
0: What's your favorite?
1: I actually am really enjoying TikTok at the moment. I think Instagram will always be here. Like, Instagram is a classic, but I think there's so much room with growth with TikTok. And you can be like messy on TikTok. Like, TikTok thrives off like messy, genuine content. Whereas Instagram is all about like the clean cut and being polished and everything. And I just think there are so many brands and as we've said a million times like the number one way to stand out is to be yourself and i feel like there's so much more room for that on tiktok
0: yeah there is like tiktok's a good platform for like showcasing your personality
1: yeah I think it's good to have both. I think the way like I do it is I have my Instagram as like my business page and then I have my TikTok as like a bit of everything. So a bit of like day in the life, like routines of like a business owner, and then also like some marketing tips and stuff like that. So I think it's good to have both. But yeah, I Instagram's a staple and it was it will always be here. But I think I'm enjoying TikTok more.
0: I feel like Instagram's a classic and TikTok's like a trend. Yeah. But I don't know because it is very, very powerful. So I feel like it's silly not to It's bigger a- than
1: Instagram now. It's the number mm-hmm. one biggest social media platform.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think I don't know. I think TikTok is more fun. Yeah. Do you use TikTok like do you go on it and like watch videos and stuff?
1: Oh, all day, every day. And then I can get away with it because I'm a social media manager. So in my mind I'm like, it's my job. But I'm on it whether it's like posting my own things or just watching like obviously I have two accounts I have my personal account and then like my business personal account um and i have like completely different for you pages for both so but yeah I'm constantly on it because I feel like for me like I was obsessed with Vine when like Vines were a thing I still watch them like I YouTube them and watch like 15 minute clips of Vines and I quote them like 24 7 so i feel like for me like tiktok is like more comparable to that than instagram is so it's just fun and i think it's like a safe place do
0: you know what's really sad like when i've like spoken to people who are like a bit younger so like my friend's younger sister she mm. she's, like i don't know who she is <laughs> but she were like she didn't know what vine were and that made me feel really old and imagine in like 10 years when like no one really remembers what Vine is other than us. Like, oh my god,
1: I'm gonna feel like a fucking fossil.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but overall, I'd say like TikTok's really good for just showing your personality and um, Instagram. I don't know, I can't really like slag Instagram off because that's where all my sales come from.
1: Oh, what? one million percent. Like, I for me, like. Instagram will always be like a priority and a staple because that's where I've built my business and that's where I'll continue to build my business I think Instagram is great for building a business and TikTok is great for building a personal brand yeah I think if you use them for different things then I think they're both really great I've literally had my TikTok for like three days and I've grown like 150 followers just from like videos I post three videos a day and they've taken me not half an hour a day and then out of that I've had people book in for like one-on-one coaching calls with me
0: come on miss kyla (laughs) thank you Um, let's do the lash related one so somebody says under eye pads are better than tape Mm. Um,
1: i think they look prettier i mean i don't really know the difference
0: (laughs) oh and i use ones that are like really thick and white yeah Um, your
1: under eye pads are i know that they are mm. great because i photo them
0: yeah, <laughs> and like, just really good for like um, filming content and getting pictures and stuff. But I could never just use pads. It's always got to be with tape. And I only do yeah. that when I do a full set. Um, but most of the time I just use tape. And I just feel like if you get a lash stuck to the pad versus the tape, it's much easier when it comes off the tape. Like it comes yeah. off easier. Um, I think it's something to do with like, the material of it um and i just think like with pads i could never get like 100 percent coverage of them bottom lashes yeah so that's when i would add tape but i mean that the girl who i go to hope when she's do, when she does my lashes she just uses pads and i've never had my eyes stuck together you know like the top and bottom have never been yeah. seen, so maybe i need to give it a go um but maybe not because i am retiring soon so
1: We're
0: announcing that, yeah. I just don't really care. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm retiring,
1: not from products, just from no,
0: yeah. I'm just not going to do lashes anymore. I'm still going to do lash content, and I'm just going to do lashes when I want to.
1: Yeah, you're a busy girl, like, you've got things to do, you've got products to make, and people to inspire, and like, whatever else you bloody do.
0: I I'm not gonna tell my clients until end of June. So clients, if you're listening, then goodbye. (laughs) 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 Ta-ta. Um, what do you think about pads and tape?
1: I don't really know a massive amount about them, but what I do know is that from like a photo standpoint, I do prefer like when I'm looking for lash content for the lash club, I prefer the look of pads in photos. Sometimes I think like if somebody's got like a bit of makeup on or like fluff on the tape or whatever like from an aesthetics point of view Mm -hmm. it like can sometimes look a little bit grimy um so yeah like from a social media standpoint I think pads do look nicer um but I also know lash techs that like swear by tape and wouldn't be able to get like full coverage without tape and taping methods and things like that so I think they both have their purposes but if i was gonna say from like a social media standpoint like pads all the way it has to be the thick ones because i don't like seeing skin under the pad
0: no i hate them thin ones
1: yeah not great
0: what's your next one
1: my next one oh my god i've got quite people are really like people are feeling angry today people have chosen violence as the emotion (laughs) so somebody has put all these gurus talk crap i said what i said (laughs) <laughs> oh and they are like a social media person. So I'm gonna guess they mean like social media gurus. Um so the T is with that, I agree to a certain extent. Um with social media, you will have one guru say something random that has been plucked out of thin air, and then you will have people that are not as experienced and don't have as much time in the industry take that as gospel and absolutely run with it to the point where you've got like Chinese whispers and like a Chinese whisper effect of like all these different things where that one guru wasn't right in the first place. Um, Like I see it all the time on social media. There are some that are really great and really know what they're talking about, but there are others that are just very convincing and will convince you they know what they're talking about. And then you see loads of other people say, oh, this, that and the other, like this whole shadow banning thing, like shadow banning isn't really a thing,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but somebody has created shadow banning. Instagram, the way that they get paid and the way that they work is by people using their platform. So they're not going to shadow ban you or do things to make you stop using their platform, potentially go to somewhere else like TikTok, unless you're doing something wrong which would be, like, I mean, using, like, bad phrases or, like, banned hashtags and things like that. So if you know how to use it properly and you aren't going against, like, the rules of Instagram, then you'll have no issues. Oh, um, yeah.
0: By the way, I posted a story on my personal Instagram the other day and it got deleted. It got it got removed.
1: What
0: did you post? So a supplier messaged me yeah. and he was like, um, Nathan, I'll... Uh, some, i want to work with you but you're keeping you know, messages or something and then in the next message you put like maybe we'll have better chances of working together if i come to your country and we meet So yeah. I it and i put it on my personal story and i just put like something like it's given i will find you and i will kill you or something like that
1: <laughs> well that's um, what you expect
0: well i didn't know like because well, that's you... what it that's what it was given
1: well instagram well i mean i can imagine but like you know there is like a war going on and things like mm-hmm. that. So Instagram does need to protect things. And if there is like any chance of like anything that could be misconstrued or misinterpreted to yeah. be relating to that, of course they're going to like delete it. Also the whole like, I will kill you. Nah, like... <laughs> I
0: know. It's bad when it come up, when I went on it, it said like.
1: Threatening behaviour.
0: Uh, some like enticing violence or something. yeah, And I was like. What story?
1: (laughs) Well they don't you can't like you can't know that people are being sarcastic in a text. It's like when I Mm. send a smiley face to someone and people automatically assume that I'm being sarcastic, but I'm not. I'm genuinely just smiling. But you can never interpret like how somebody really like means a text to come across and it's the same with that. So Instagram will just get rid. Mm,
0: At least I didn't post it to Nathan Lashes.
1: Could you imagine? Imagine if Nathan Lashes got shut down.
0: I know, because I ties to war
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've got more uh followers on tiktok anyway so it don't matter.
0: yeah do you know i said other day actually like if my account got deleted and like i'd start again i actually won't mind like i don't want it to but i right. wouldn't yeah i
1: would i would love to start my account again but i feel like i just can't be asked but if yeah. i needed to like i absolutely would
0: mm. yeah i won't mind so if anyone wants to buy my instagram
1: buy Nash
0: clouds oh yeah I know Do you know i googled it actually a few months ago and I was like so i think at that time i had like sixty thousand followers and it said and i googled that like how many how much money could i get for sixty thousand followers like an account of that yeah but like i saw like 200 pound I was like I'm not selling it for 200 no
1: don't, the thing is selling instagrams i don't know why this is Unpopular opinion from me. I don't know yep. why people bother selling Instagrams because the minute you start posting content that is not related to why yeah. people are following you in the first place, they're just going to unfollow, and you're just going to lose followers. And if you lose a load of followers, then Instagram does shadow ban you—not shadow ban, but if they think you're losing a lot of followers, or in the same breath, if you gain a lot of followers really quickly, they think that you're using third-party apps, and then they will like limit the usage on your Instagram. So I've seen a few lash texts like sell instagrams don't bother and don't bother buying them because it's just not gonna
0: work i just think it's more satisfying as well like just to grow your own like i really enjoyed watching mine grow and just i mean it's been stressful at times
1: yeah
0: the week with that thing (laughs) what were that (laughs) i literally looking Uh, i were losing like 200 followers a day
1: anytime there's like an update on instagram they take it as like a they can just cull your followers. So if you've got like dead or inactive, or if you've bought followers, like they'll just get rid of them. But because they're not actually unfollowing you, they're just deactivating accounts. It won't show on your insights as unfollows. So it's really hard, especially for me as a social media manager, it's really hard to like track those things. Um, But then what they'll do is they'll deactivate them. And then if they see that they are actually real followers, then they'll like reactivate them. So you might see it go back up. And it's just a whole thing.
0: It was so weird. I was like, my content's doing really good at the minute, and like I'm losing all these followers. I, like, what? I've got like, thirty three
1: million views on a t- on an Instagram, and Whoa, then it was like I'm losing was like, seventy followers.
0: Yeah, because I were like, that video did so well, and I gained like probably about four thousand followers from it. And I were like, why am I losing them? all of a sudden? Like, <laughs> I, I made a scandal. <laughs> <laughs> and then like when you told me, and then I were like, oh. Um, and then, like, I started, I put a thing on, like, is anyone else losing for us? And literally everyone were. And then, like, after two days, they all came back and went back to normal again. But that was stressful. It's
1: just, it's just Instagram having a little moment, just having a little
0: glitch. Yeah. They like to keep us on his toes.
1: Yeah, for sure. Someone
0: says, the TV show Friends, I cannot stand it. Preach. <laughs> Preach? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a, a friend's stan i have watched it all yeah. except for like the last two episodes
1: like it's fine
0: yeah i don't understand um, the
1: like height
0: if i went like is it in new york or something
1: yeah i think so yeah yeah, I, yeah yeah yeah. it is yeah
0: if i went to new york i wouldn't feel a need to go to all locations or anything i'm not that kind of girl
1: i um so jonathan is a friend stan through and through and when we went to New York for his birthday, I paid for like a, you know, when you sit on the back of someone's bike in like a little carriage and they take you around Central oh, Park. Yeah. And then we went to the fountain and they were like, do you know what this fountain is? And Jonathan was like, oh my God, it's the friend's fountain. Get out, take a photo. It was like minus 10 degrees. I like couldn't feel my entire body. And he was like, get out, we need a photo. And I was just stood at this fountain like, eh, this is nice. Um, so I did see that up and I guess it was like cool to be there because it's like a moment in like TV history. But like, I'm not like a mm. diehard Stan in the way I am for like Drag Race.
0: I feel like I'm more of a fan of it than you.
1: Yeah, I really, I, I like, I've watched some episodes, but I don't get it.
0: Don't you think it's funny?
1: Um, I guess, like some of it, um, mm. <laughs> which is weird because I find like everything funny. Like you could blink and I would laugh. Um, yeah. I guess like it's funny, like, but I
0: don't know. Some people really are diehard, though, aren't they? And it's always trending on Netflix.
1: Yeah, like it it's always
0: there, and I'm like, who's still watching it?
1: Yeah, Jonathan.
0: <laughs> and uh, did you watch that reunion? They did.
1: I did yeah. watch that, and that was nice. I, I liked that.
0: that. Yeah, but. If someone will like, start it all over again. All right, someone says to yeah, you, start friends all over again, from beginning to end for a thousand pounds. Would you do it?
1: Well, oh, yeah, because I just have it on in the background while I'm working.
0: No, you have to watch it.
1: Oh, I ain't got time for that. No. 10,000. <laughs> 10,
0: yeah. 10,000?
1: Mm, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it. Like, it's not awful, but it's just like uh, there are other things. I prioritise if somebody said to me you have to start Grey's Anatomy from the very beginning for free I mean I did that uh I would do that like a million times over so I'm not opposed to doing it with tv series but friends is just not not the vibe
0: I think Grey's Anatomy is the worst program ever
1: are you joking
0: yeah I've never seen it
1: (laughs) well there you go then how would you know (laughs) I'm
0: just kidding
1: oh my god no i have had Oh, you have got a bit red i'm getting passionate <laughs> <laughs> i um i've had like nightmares um over it like i've cried myself to sleep over it <laughs> I, I like it's the single most traumatic experience i've ever put myself through <laughs> like it's just i remember once that when i worked in my corporate job i'd Cried myself to sleep that night and I walked in, and my eyes were really puffy. And everyone was like, Oh my god, like, are you okay? What's happened? And I was like, Derek died last night, and like everybody was really worried about me. And I was sobbing, and it was because bloody Derek Shepherd died the night before when I was watching it. And it was just like, Oh my god, I can't even talk about it. I'm literally welling up now.
0: Oh my god, Chloe, get a grip, girl. <laughs> Good god, girl, get a grip.
1: No, right? The jeans.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I've never seen it. Um, I probably won't watch it either. I'm just not a big TV gal.
1: Mm, that's a
0: lie. Mm. I mean, I like some things. You but...
1: like what you like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I get bored of stuff so easy. Yeah, I do. Maybe that's one of my traits because I said that about in episode of Love, like about relationships. I just.
1: I think you need something to really stimulate your mind because your mind is constantly on like 45,000 different things, like products, designs, social media, everything that I think it really takes a lot for something to like stimulate you and your mind. And I just think like you really have to find something that does that, whether that's like a person or a TV program. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't. Yeah. Oh my God. Another collection stimulated.
0: (laughs) I made that. (laughs)
1: that sounds a little bit saucy that could be like a valentine's day collection
0: stimulated
1: stimulated oh having your own business actually isn't all that A nine to five is where it's at oh this person is a poet
0: and Mm. they
1: didn't
0: know it (laughs) that were a good rhyme
1: thanks thanks thanks
0: (laughs) Uh, I disagree
1: yeah, I disagree. But I'm seeing this all over TikTok at the moment. Like people are like, let's normalise just having a nine to five and just like leaving the office at five o'clock and not worrying about work. Um, if you can find a nine to five that genuinely is like that, then let me know because I've never had a nine to five where I've just left not worried about it.
0: I feel like one of my goals is to let my company be really big. Then I can just do like one job. At yeah. my company and have that as a nine to five. Yeah. So that's like, but well, I wouldn't leave everything I've got now and go and work in an office.
1: No, I um my granddad has always said to me, now we all know my granddad is the wisest man on this earth. He always says to me, Why work your ass off for somebody else's dream when you can do it for your own? So and that's like I've always had that like installed in me he is a business owner my mum's a business owner my stepdad's a business owner like my uncle's a business owner everybody in my family has a business or has had a business um and that's always been like installed in me since like a young age and even when I had like a corporate job he was like why are you getting stressed you're not working for your own dream like if you're working for your own dream then fine be stressed but like why are you stressing over somebody else's dream like why does that matter to you that's all a corporate job is and when he started saying it, like the more he said it the more I was like David you're right um so yeah I definitely disagree like I would never go back to a him
0: on, um, on podcast one day no oh, I
1: did ask him the other day and he was like what's podcast and I was like like a video but just with sound and he was like so like the radio and I was
0: like
1: yeah, yeah like the radio I was like it's basically like I've got my own radio station he was like god I bet that's hell
0: <laughs> oh, it's shady, Oh I know
1: but he did say he would he was like yeah I'm up for it because he is actually incredibly wise and has had a business since the stone age um, every
0: time I've said to you something anything about business you've always said something what your granddad said to you uh-huh.
1: I know I do without fail but because he is genuinely so knowledgeable and he says these like just like little sentence where you're like oh that's really like hit me in the heart like I really understand that um and yeah, that was just one of them. Why yeah. weren't you on someone else's dream?
0: Preach it, sister David.
1: <laughs> True. So yeah, it that unpopular opinion, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I completely disagree. Um I've never actually worked a nine to five.
1: But you have had like a corporate job, like a
0: yeah, uh like retailish. Yeah. Um I think one of the best things for me working for myself is that it's mainly just me (laughs) so like I don't know I'd find if I worked with like a lot of people like in a room I'd like sort of go in my shell a bit
1: yeah I definitely think like my social anxiety was at its worst when I worked with like a big big company and worked with like loads of people I really i am like a sociable person and i mean you might disagree but i like to think that i'm like easy to get along with and i'm i'm easy to speak to but i would find myself feeling very uncomfortable when i worked in a corporate job and it really like stripped me of like everything that i like about myself yeah i felt like i just couldn't couldn't be that way like i've been told in literally every corporate job i've had that like I'm not going to fit in or like I'm too loud or I'm this, that and the other. And then everything that like the people in my life now love me for was like kind of slated and made me feel like I couldn't be like that. Mm. Um, And who wants that? No one. I, I don't want to be surrounded by people that I don't like from nine yeah. to five every day. Like how horrific is that?
0: Can okay, you imagine if, like, say you employed someone and then, like, it turns out you really didn't like them, um, i walk awkward, that would be...
1: That would be awkward, but I would just get rid of them.
0: Oh, Chloe, I think my macarons are here. <laughs> um... <laughs> Online... <laughs> Online courses work. They work do work.
1: If... They, they work do... if they're the right ones, like, there are some fucking awful ones. <laughs> Don't
0: yeah. yeah, there is. Um... But do you know what? I remember you said when we went about this the first time. Yeah. Like, I remember you said, like, for you personally, like, they'd be really good for you um, with anxiety and stuff. Like, you would do an online course. Mm-hmm. Think about that and, like, I'd do that. You know, like, if I learnt something new today, yeah. do an online course instead of, like, going to someone, absolutely. um Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I think there are some... I need to stop swearing on this podcast, absolutely horrific online courses. But I think a lot of it is you get what you pay for. And I think if you are true about, or like you are really passionate about what it is you want to train in, let's just say it's Lashes, you will pay for the best quality course, whether that's online or in-house.
0: Yeah. It
1: depends on what type of person you want to be within the industry. If you want to be like a really great, fully booked, amazing Lash tech, you're going to pay for good quality training. If you just... Like, are somebody that just wants like to make a quick buck, then you'll pay for the cheaper one. Um, so that's like that's on you.
0: This girl messaged me yesterday, and she was asking me about like easy fans and handmade fans, and she were like, "Oh, I can't make um handmade fans; like they're really difficult." And then she, and w- I, I didn't say anything about it because like some people do feel like that. And then she were yeah. like, oh, "I did learn on my last course with easy fans," and I was like, "Who teaches someone with easy fans?"
1: That's literally, we were talking about this earlier, actually, like the the art of Russian lashes is to create the Russian fan. And that is done with like handmade fans, not easy fans. So I feel like you're like, it's like learning to drive in an automatic. You're only getting like half of the experience.
0: Mm, And you're going
1: to have to go back and do that again anyway. So why not just do it in the first place?
0: Yeah, that leads me to the next one. Mm -hmm. somebody said pre-made fans are the way forward for the lash industry
1: i mean they are for me
0: (laughs) yeah um do you know what like i mean i disagree but who knows like i'm nowhere near as like as involved as i last check as i were two or three years ago Mm -hmm. so maybe i like on this big rise and i am seeing a lot of them in like the factory side like i'm seeing a lot of them and someone sent me some like coloured pre-maids and a picture of them earlier oh my god they look right good yeah but like i don't know i can only say about me personally and when i learned how to do lashes it was like with handmade lashes and i've always just sort of stuck to that Mm. i like easy fans i like pre-maids but if someone said do me a set of lashes i'd go with handmade
1: yeah your preference wouldn't be easy fans or pre-made
0: no well, that's just my preference, and that's just business, bitches.
1: Oh, slip it in, knife.
0: I'm the first one, me Chloe. You've really messed you it up, love.
1: I catch up. <laughs> what a shit person! I actually made up that saying, and now I just don't even say
0: it. I know it's me carrying fucking name all I'm on. Carrying the bra... God! you
1: <laughs> What an awful business partner I am. Ugh.
0: <laughs> what do you think about pre-made versus handmade?
1: Um, I would love to be able to obviously I haven't actually trained in lashes um so I am like trying to teach myself with like content on the lash club and you know talking to you and Naomi and stuff I'm trying to teach myself how to do it so I do find them difficult so when I'm making like lash maps and like creating lash looks and stuff for inside the lash club I do use pre mades um also it's not my job so and they are like time consuming so I understand from, like, a time point of view, if you are just trying to get, like, as many clients done as possible, it might be better to use pre mades But the other thing to bear in mind is, like, how can you factor in, like, the natural lash health and, like, what weight your the natural lash can carry if all you're using is pre mades Like, I don't know necessarily if they are, like, the safest lashes to use for, like, lash health.
0: Mm, that's the thing like with handmade you sort of tailor that to what you want to do what your client wants what your client can handle yeah pre-made is sort of like they are all like
1: a one size fits all but with lashes i don't necessarily think that it is always a one size fits all they'll definitely work for some clients but i just i'm not sure if they are yeah like the safest natural lash
0: Mm lashes to use it's weird like i don't know i really i do like them but yeah i remember like maybe like three or four years ago this girl had come to me she wore lash tech and i was very very new and she Mm. was like i want you to use these pre-made what i've brought and she brought them and honestly they were so shit like they were so bad and i just remember putting them on thinking like what the fuck are these lashes like they were just so so bad Um, but that was like four years ago and things have really changed now so I get some really, really good ones
1: Oh yeah, like I've ordered, shout out um, Claire's pre-mades because hers had like the best reviews and like Mm -hmm. genuinely and they look really great so I have ordered hers and they look like brilliant Um, but there are also some others where I was like, what on earth is Mm -hmm. that like
0: I've tried the Claire. Way... Claire's are really good.
1: Brilliant. I'll keep you posted. Um I the way that I see it. This is not going to make sense to anyone unless they're listening because they have anything to do with social media. But for me, when people just when people want like social media management and then they're like, I just want content creation. I see that as the equivalent of pre-made like like, they get the job done, but like there's no real like strategy or art behind it or anything like it's not tailored to your business. It's just a one size fits all for some. It's basically for aesthetics purposes. So when you have content creation, it's just for aesthetic. It's just to have like a pretty feed, but it's not doing anything to like drive sales or like followers or strategy or anything. And that's full social media management. And that's like the way I look at pre-made versus like handmaids.
0: Mm-hmm. It's,
1: it's like for aesthetics and it's for ease, but it's not necessarily going to do like the best job in the world.
0: Yeah, personally, I think you can learn more from doing handmade. Yeah. Just know about lashes in general, like.
1: I mean, I tried some handmaids, and I got absolutely fucking shredded on the lash club's uh, stories. Everyone was like, "Just stick to social media."
0: <laughs> we I need know. to give it another go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you. Please do. It's really satisfying as well. Once you get good at handmade, like it's really easy.
1: Well, help me then, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'll be three thousand pounds. <laughs>
1: People make social media look easier than it is.
0: (laughs) That's (laughs) it, (laughs) Tony, advice.
1: Yeah, that is the truth. Yeah. It's, like, hard. It's a full-time job. It's hard. Like, it's fun, but it's hard. People that are like, just do this, then you'll grow. 10,000 followers in a month. Mm, Incorrect
0: yeah i remember like when i were just like sort of getting into instagram and tiktok stuff i'd watch videos on youtube and it were like all this clickbait shit, like how to grow this many in this month and how to get this many views and how to get viral videos and you know what none of it worked like i didn't get anything from any of it and the only way i learned was to think i literally looked what was out there and thought what can i do what's not out there already
1: Mm Mhm.
0: And for me, that was sticking feathers on my eyes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and now everybody's doing that.
0: <laughs> but, like, no, on a serious note, like, I really did just look and think, how, why would someone follow me? Like, what makes my page different from yours? Why yeah. would I follow me? If I came across this video, would I engage with it? And yeah. if I ever said no, then I wouldn't post it. Right, so I think you need to do that, and then it is a lot of hard work. But you have this, everyone's got an Instagram, like everyone's got a lash brand. There's so much, but what makes you different from anyone else? And it's your personality
1: that's exactly it. When it comes to business and when it comes to being online, you are your unique selling point. Everybody says in business, you need a USP, everybody's doing the same thing in the lash world. We've all got lash trays, tweezers, fans, glues, whatever you are what makes you different which is why you can go on nathan lashes and n- know who nathan is you can go on the lash house and know who claire is you can go on lash face and know who jamie is like the brands that are doing really well are the faces that you see consistently within their own instagram like you are what is going to make your business a success yeah um, and i think some people shy away from that and they think that like, oh, i don't really want to show my personality like but
0: who wants to be a faceless brand? Mm. I I never wanted to do it, and you know how socially yeah. sure I am, and like the last thing I would want to do is be, go on and be like, "Hi guys, I hope everyone's having a good day, blah blah," and just like trying to sell something. And the thought of doing that literally made me feel sick at one point. Yeah. But then when I started doing it, because it was actually Claire who said you need to do it, like you really need to just get on it. Mm-hmm show your personality and like you don't have to be the most funniest person like you don't have to be so like well spoken like my first stories they were they looked perfect and it because it took me like 50 attempts to film and like if i stuttered or if i said a word wrong or anything i would stop it and do it all over again whereas now i just go on first attempt just post it yeah. i on, like I swear sometimes when i don't mean to but like i just post it because it's that's yeah. me like that's my personality and. I feel like people can connect with me more as a brand Mm -hmm. and because i do them things
1: and how much better have your sales been since you started showing your personality like 10
0: so much better better. like it has made like a massive difference like someone asked me earlier like how important has social media been to your business and it's everything yeah everything like i'm not like a big sociable person but you have got to have your shit together when it comes to social media like you just have to Well, also i I believe like you shouldn't follow like rules too strictly
1: no this is the thing with like gurus earlier as well like it's like stupid things like how many hashtags should you be using and people like you have to use this you have to use that do what what's right for you and your business like i like i've said a million times i work with seven or eight different lash brands and i do completely different things for all of them because it's what it's what works for them and and their personality um never follow things like when you look at gurus and you look at other people giving advice just take it as advice take it with a pinch of salt try if it doesn't work try something else like that's all you can do on on instagram
0: yeah preach
1: (laughs) it's like i know what i'm talking about it's like i work in social media
0: (laughs) so my unpopular opinion i don't know if it's that unpopular but like it's as a product supplier yeah and i just don't um like (laughs) like really simple basic packaging okay and like there's a difference between that minimalistic kind of vibe because i do like that Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but i just think like when everything's white and just with black writing on it like that could be anyone's yeah and like, I actually want to do like a minimalist collection kind of thing, like tweezers. Imagine.
1: Can we collab on that? Because oh, I am the queen of minimalism.
0: Yeah, but like, I would make it my own. Like, I would make it. You know, like when you get in touch with like suppliers and fashion and stuff, they send you pictures of no. that That's like the basic. That's what I see. Like some people do that, and then like they just put the name on it, and it's just like they've not changed anything. They've not made anything their own.
1: Yeah.
0: And I see quite a lot of it, and I just think you'd benefit more if you just spent a little bit more money and a bit more time and made something your own.
1: Oh my god, I know for a fact, like using bomb lash as an example, check them out, they're amazing, one of my clients, they have like beautiful packaging um really, really beautiful and the amount of messages that they get where people are like i literally bought your products for the packaging and i, I thought they'd look cute and it turns out your like your products are also amazing wow. but like they get people buying their products just because they want it to look cute on their like lash trolley or do you know what i mean wherever they're working like let your packaging speak for you also i just think as a general rule of thumb if somebody takes really like a lot of care and pride in their packaging by default the product is also going to be good because you can tell how much they love their product by their by the packaging
0: mm. and that sometimes like when you're first starting out especially like you can't really afford i mean everyone's circumstances are different when mm-hmm. i first started out i couldn't afford to have like custom things and like graphic designs all the time and like brand new design stuff so like i did go with like the basic thing like my lash fans i went like like with the basic it didn't even have my name on it but like when i got to a point where i was like right i can afford to have my own box i can afford to have my logo on it then that's when i did them things so i get it with that but i think like with lashes because lashes is the most popular product in the lash industry
1: yeah
0: um the suppliers automatically have so many options like, so many options. Yeah. You can have literally anything, um, and like the inside, so like this bit, the inside of the box, mm-hmm. you can have anything, just have it designed, and you don't even need a graphic designer. Like, the factories most of the time have a design team,
1: yeah. So
0: you can do it, but I just see it when people just have like a white box or like a pink box with like a white background, and I'm like, hmm.
1: Yeah I know what you mean I think again it's about standing out in like a it's not a saturated feel because the lash industry is still so new but there are a lot of people selling similar things so ultimately what's going to make you stand out above the rest is is your packaging.
0: Yeah Uh, and I think like I've seen some brands where I've that more minimal approach and I can tell there's like a difference yeah that is theirs like that's their brand but like just seeing the first sample what they send just replacing their name with your name it's just it doesn't appeal to me
1: yeah my opinion oh i i agree i think like minimalist i love like i'm very i am a minimalist person through and through um i let my personality be the big and bold and everything else is just very minimal um i think There are some brands that have very minimalist packaging, but it works really well for them and their brand and their message. And it's what they're about, but you can still straight away look at their packaging and know that hot pink is lash base. You know what I mean? Things like that, like that, that that's their branding and that's what works for them. And it's the same with their Instagram. It's the same with their website, wherever you look, it's the same branding throughout and that's really good. That's minimalist, but there are also other brands I've been approached by brands before smaller brands that all right fair enough potentially haven't had the money to be able to have like super creative packaging designs but literally have like the clear lash trays with a white slip in the back and it literally just says like their instagram at, at the bottom mm. in like tiny tiny writing and i'm thinking like if i wouldn't know that was yours
0: i always said as well when i first started like i'm not if i can't afford to do what i want to do then i'm not doing You're it, doing it. Mm-hmm. quick fire x
1: quick fire x okay i don't like on tiktok where people say you don't need any experience and you can do this job for, like with no experience and get that all the time on social media um and i don't like that i don't agree with it
0: well i agree with it <laughs> you <have> experience <laughs> well, you're, with media? you're going red again
1: because <laughs> i'm passionate I'm passionate, honey. (laughs) Also, this is hanging up on my desk. It's a lash club on tour. Langard, and whenever the light hits it, it like reflects onto my really shiny head. (laughs) Um, no, I. What I mean by that is, if you want a career in social media, there are a lot of people that say that you don't need any experience to have a career in social media. okay fair enough you can start a business in social media but there is no longevity in anything if you don't if you have no experience in it or you haven't had the training to do it or you haven't asked someone for help or you haven't learned like you can't just walk into something and be able to do it better than anybody else straight away
0: yeah like what are you going to say to people like i can grow your instagram you just have to pay me this amount but what about after that when things get a bit more complicated when you become a business when you become a company like
1: That's exactly it like there are a lot of people that say like oh you know I could grow your instagram to x amount but what are you going to do when somebody's asking you why there aren't any following what are you going to do when there's a new update on instagram and what are you going to do when engagement is low and how are you going to answer that question that comes with experience or knowledge that can be gained through like training or you know forums or things like that you can't just walk into something and say oh I'm going to do this
0: I could teach someone right now how to do lashes and they'd be really good at lashes, but they would also need to read through the manual. Yeah. It's all, all the things through the manual. So it's like they could still go out and do a set of lashes, but they wouldn't know anything else about it. Like they wouldn't know about thickness, weight, lengths, curls. So there's a lot of behind the scenes then, other than like just growing followers and thinking I can do your social media. Like there's a lot of other things behind it
1: preach nathan preach i don't like pretty men pretty pretty yeah
0: why you like ugly men
1: (laughs) no (laughs) what i mean by that is i don't like men that are like really clean shaven and like really like pretty pretty, like do you know what i mean like i like a bit rough and ready and rugged and manly man
0: yeah i mean i agree but i don't really care what i don't know i don't really mind either way
1: okay
0: but if i had to choose i would say someone with a bit who's a bit more rough around the edges yeah just a little bit though i don't want like you know too much oh
1: yeah i don't want like i also i don't like a hairy back
0: i know me neither. i don't have any hairs me like i've never grown hair on my arms or on my back it's just never really? grown. yeah
1: i mean i don't have a hairy back but i'm also
0: not a man uh so i know it's weird like but i've said i'm not complaining you know what i don't like i don't like when people play games like i don't like this might be a bit of an unpopular opinion, because i know a lot of people who do this so like if say if like you're speaking to someone mm. and you, really, you really like them if they text you like you wouldn't and as soon as you see it you wouldn't answer it straight away you'd be like playing hard to get a bit i don't like that no i don't
1: like that if i like you i like
0: you yeah i just think like just reply to the message <laughs> like do you know what fair enough if it's like because sometimes when someone has messaged me who oh, i've liked yeah and it's come up and i've accidentally pressed on it i have thought a bit like oh like, yeah when red receipts are on but like i wouldn't leave them off an hour or like say if someone didn't reply to me for half an hour and then they replied i wouldn't be like right i'm not gonna reply for half an hour
1: i um, i know a
0: lot of people like that do you
1: yeah i uh, one of my best friends when she messages a guy she literally sets herself an alarm for like 55 minutes and then she'll reply to them.
0: <laughs> that is crazy
1: <laughs> i'm like, first of all who has the time for that but second of all like I know I say to her, like, do you like it? And she's like, yeah, yeah. Well, why is that a alarms to message them then? Um so, That's yeah.
0: bizarre. that is just bizarre. That's like an ick and an unpopular opinion.
1: Yeah, it is. I've got I've got an ick and an unpopular opinion that I just thought of. Go on. What is with like recently like having to share everything on like social media or like share how you do things or like I don't know why but recently i've been getting like a lot of dms like oh how do i do this how do i become that like can't i just keep some things to myself yeah. Like, why do i need to tell you everything like i don't know what it is about like having to tell people everything all the time but like you know with business i've had to figure a lot of things out by myself and it hasn't you know harmed me it's probably made me better for having to do that like why do i need to tell you everything and i actually had a girl um message me asking for advice and i said to her about like how to get into social media and i said oh I found it a lot easier because I would had experience, yada, yada, yada. And she was like, okay, but where? And I didn't reply to her because she was in New York or America and obviously time difference. And then when I woke up, she'd messaged me again and was like, thanks for gatekeeping, lol. And I was like, one, I was asleep. But, like, second of all, why do I need to tell you everything
0: for free? Yeah, you don't owe anyone anything.
1: No. So that's my unpopular opinion, that it is okay to not want to share every last detail about how you've become successful at something or like you know i'm all for helping people but not to the point where i'm going to spend like five hours voice noting them when i've got more important things to do
0: yeah do you know what i agree with that and i get a lot of people ask me stuff um it's most of the time it's lash related mm-hmm. i don't mind um when like the last stuff and whatever and like in my support group on facebook a lot, a lot of people put stuff in there and i always comment and stuff mm. Um, i don't mind with that but it's when people are like um ask me about suppliers and stuff and like oh like someone said like oh we i don't know what this girl in america she was like um i need to find a supplier but i can't find any what i like and i like your lashes can you send me your supplier and i were like no larry no like i can't like the relationship i have with my supplier. I found them through thousands and thousands of suppliers and I worked with them for weeks and months to develop the products yeah. that I have now. Like I cannot just give that to you. I wouldn't give it to you even if you paid me because that's mine.
1: Exactly. I, I like, and that that's what I mean. Like I'm all for helping people, but I don't need to share every last detail about how I've like got to where I am with you because I've yeah. I've done a lot of that on my own. And you don't learn just from going with other people like you learn from doing it yourself so yeah this whole like people gatekeeping like it is okay to gatekeep sometimes I think like there is an element of like figure it out for yourself
0: yeah and like god go into h H&M and and ask them like where they get their clothes from
1: yeah
0: like, like it maybe it's like because of smaller businesses or whatever or like because we're not massive companies but like you know, small business or big business, I don't owe anyone anything. No, and, and it's true. Like the things what I've learned now, I've learned because I had to do it myself, and like I had bad experiences with suppliers and like other things. But like, I don't know if I could go back, I'd do it all the same again. I wouldn't yeah. ask anyone for anything. I just you learn it better when you do it. No. You know?
1: I agree and I also just on that subject don't like that people at the moment online because I think with social media you expect like an instant response people want all this advice for free but like the time that I'm spending replying to you I could be working for my like paid client like my clients that are paying me so like again I'm totally up for helping people you know me like I'm a very helpful person but to a point Mm. like I'm not going to be messaging you all night And I have had that where people have been messaging me all night. And then when I've said to them, do you know, I actually do like one on one coaching calls. We can book one in if you want. Nothing. I'm ghosted.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They don't want
1: to pay you for that time. And I think. That's not great. I've got another one
0: go on you're, on you're on a roll
1: oh my god now i'm thinking about everything i hate <laughs> mm-hmm. i um it's kind of on the same lines but when somebody inquires to work with you and then you and it's another business and then you reply to them and then they just don't reply back to you they just ghost you like, what is it with business businesses ghosting other businesses
0: yeah i mean it's different for me because i don't no. work with other businesses
1: but you could have it you could relate it to lash clients like a client could have messaged you and been like how much is this lash set and you go back to them and they just don't reply yeah like that's rude like where what i don't know where that is like for me i get it all the time i'm constantly getting inquiries from people asking to work with me and then when i send them over everything they're like yeah yeah really interested i'll take the time to email them i'll like come up with like you know what would be best for them and then they just don't bother replying to me Mm. and then i'm like from one business owner to another What's the respect? <laughs> like,
0: <what?
1: laughs> like you're I like crazy. that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> so yeah, I don't like that. That's an ick, and I'm, well, I hope it would be a popular opinion, but probably not.
0: Yeah, I think it is.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you care about being popular? No. Do you care about being like? agreeable
1: what does what what does that mean what do you mean
0: like so a lot of people agree with things what you're saying no do you just say whatever you want to say
1: yeah (laughs) no I try not to offend people but I have gone on stories before and said things uh, about social media and I say it because I've got the experience and years to back it up and I've had loads of people like you're wrong you're wrong I don't I don't say these things for people to agree with me I say these things because they're right
0: mm
1: sorry <laughs> what about you
0: um i don't know i don't really have, i don't really say as much as like when i were like fully but doing lashes okay. um i just think everyone should just be nice
1: i think yeah you can like i love like a healthy debate and i absolutely yeah. would, like i'm very much like if you ask jonathan number one thing I've said to him in our relationship is your opinion is always valid I won't always agree with your opinion but it doesn't mean that your opinion is any less valid than mine and that's the way I like am with everyone I am all for everybody having their own opinion if it completely differs to mine so be it we don't need to agree with each other and I like love that and I absolutely think that's great I don't like it when people shove their opinions down my throat as like gospel um and like I don't really care about being popular. I would like to be popular around the people that like I want to surround myself with, but I don't want to be popular to like the masses if I'm mm. being popular for something that like isn't like genuinely me or what I believe in, if that makes sense. Like yeah. if it means I'm less popular, but the people that I've got around me and the people that I've got following me um truly believe in what I'm saying and what I'm building, then great. I'd much prefer that than just have like random people following me for something that is like not organically me.
0: Mm. I've just always like said my opinion, but I mean in the last few years I sort of like I don't know, I'm not taking a step back but just put out what I want to put out. Yeah. But then at the same time like so that other week um went around about oh because I'd got to like a certain amount of followers or something and I'd say like thank you and stuff on my story. And like I had like four people message me, like, are you buying followers? And I, did you see it when I put it on? Yeah,
1: I did, but I wouldn't speak to you if you bought followers.
0: I know. And then someone, someone had said one. So I kept just ignoring them. And then someone were like, You bought followers though. So I just screenshotted it. Um, and I put it on my story and then I put it next to like I screenshotted my insights. And yeah. i was like, yeah, hey, honey, I bought 20 million views as well or something. Like. Yeah, so. And I just thought, like, I can still be a bit sassy and, like, I will sort of, like, stand up for myself. But I don't know. I you're just not didn't... doing it with any, like,
1: malice or any, like, you're yeah. not doing it to be nasty. But on social media, you do have to stand up for yourself. Like Yeah, you do. Massively. I remember once I put on my story, like, I'm going to get my... I I must have told you this. I was like, oh, I, um, I'm getting my first covid jab this was last year so um, i'm not going to be um replying to dms for a couple of days um no it was the second one because i was really poorly after the first one um and i was like i'm not going to be like on social media for a couple of days because it's probably going to wipe me out and that was all i put like just to let people know like dm replying will be a little bit slower than usual etc etc fucking hell i had people my dms like i had this one girl and she was like do you want to have children and i was like uh i don't know like what and she was like because if you get the jab you're going to be infertile blah 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 and I had people like slating me to the ground I had someone else that was like why are you promoting getting the jab it's everybody's choice and I was like I literally have just said I'm getting it so um like I'm not going to be on my dms but like I got like slated to the ground in my dms I've never had so much hate in my own business as I did on that day it was absolutely crazy
0: I think if you were like I'm getting my jab you should as well then that would be fair
1: enough but no I was just the only reason I got it is because I wanted to go on holiday
0: yeah I literally just had my second one like um six weeks ago just because I was going on holiday and it was just going to be easier yeah um like I don't really I ain't really got opinion on it all like whatever but I've got some friends who are like really like no you need to have it like you need to have it yeah. and I'm like it's my choice you know i'm not using my platform and being like guys do this guys do that like do what you want yeah
1: stay away from like politics on social media yeah like
0: think about that next time i try and start a riot
1: yeah <laughs> a i can't
0: believe that you know i still can't believe that
1: i know that is crazy i remember once i posted on my social media it was when um there was loads of racism in the world cup and um, I went on my stories and I said, the number one reason why I left my corporate job is because I felt like they were enabling racism and I come from a mixed race family. And uh, but not and that's kind of almost irrelevant, but like, you know, it's something that I feel very passionately about yeah. personally and just as a human being. Um, and I was just like, I just want to say, like, as, you know, anyone with a social a business in social media, we should be really educating ourselves on like the racial hate that people do experience, like on social media, because, you know, typically people hide behind the screen. And I just think even if you don't have it in your own social media business, you need to be aware and educate yourself of what does happen and, you know, have a policy in place if that were to happen. I lost like 50 followers in a day and I only have like a small following then I think I had maybe like 500 people following me then so it was like a lot for me I had so many people unfollowing me for it and I thought you know what don't let the door hit you on the way out hun
0: yeah like
1: ta have a great life um if you don't agree with that then that's fine so Mm. there have been times where I have spoken out about things and lost following but that goes back to like I don't want to be popular to those people
0: yeah you'd rather the people like oh you want to follow you know that you have like integrity and like yeah. you know, i'm a good
1: decent human being you know
0: yeah, i think so oh,
1: i'm glad you about did. me oh
0: <laughs> 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 i'm sassy today aren't i yeah
1: you yeah, like your seductive thing yeah that's it guys <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: that has brought us to the end of episode five
0: <laughs> Is that what I sound like,
1: yeah, you do. You get really close to the camera.
0: I do. Oh, no, I'm getting close to Mike.
1: That's business, bitches.
0: Let me show you how it's done. All right. All right, guys. That brings this episode to an end. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening in. If you've made it this far, we will see you in the next episode.
1: Bye. Bye. <laughs>